our pastors are in Florida for a few more days, and so uh, pray for them that they be, you know, just refreshed and encouraged. I know that y'all love them like we love them, and uh, so thankful uh, for them and uh, the price that they paid, you know, really to uh, to to come back to Lafayette and and to start the church, and, and so thankful for their faithfulness over the years that allows us to come each week and just, um, you know, be assured of being in the anointing to receive what God has for us every week. Amen. And so, uh, so thankful for them. And I saw a Facebook post yesterday and pastor Bill was playing cornhole on the beach in Longboat Keys. So I know he's having a good time. Amen. Everything that you and I have need of this morning is found in Jesus. Amen. It's all found in him. He is the hope of the world. He's the light of the world. He's the hope for each one of us. Everything we have need of in life is found in him. And uh, this morning, just want to take a few minutes and talk about focusing on Jesus. Everybody say focus Focus. on Jesus. It's so important that we take the focus off of ourselves, take the focus off of other people, take the focus off of um, situations and circumstances of the day and put our focus on him. This morning, it's important as as we were coming out of worship this morning, I I was thinking about this, that because as you're sharing, you know, um, ministering. It's so important that I take the focus off of myself in order for you all to receive. You don't want the focus. You don't want my focus to be on me, right? You want me to take me out of the equation so I can be a vessel that he flows through. Amen. And because if I'm focused on me, then I'm focused on, are you receiving what I'm saying? And if you're receiving what I'm saying, then I'm okay. And if you're not, then I'm not okay. Right. If I'm focused on me, then I'm focused on comparing myself to other people who maybe do what do what I do or do what we do. Right. If I'm thinking I'm doing a good job, then there's a potential for pride. If I think I'm doing a bad job, then there's a potential for insecurity and fear. Right. And concerned about what others are thinking. But if my focus this morning is on Jesus, right? All my focus on him and who he is, who he is it's kind of hard to say, who he is, who he is <laughs> and what he's done, right? And then just setting myself aside and yielding myself to allow him to minister through me. That's where we want to be this morning. Amen. So what if we all did that in every area of our life, right? As parents uh, in the workplace in our neighborhood, in the community, in every area of our life, in our family, right? To take the focus off of ourselves and focus on him and who he is and what he's done. Amen. And uh, take the focus off of other people and and what they can do for us or take the focus and, and remove expectations off of other people. So that we're not disappointed in them if they don't live up to our expectations, right? But focus on him. And as we focus on him, he'll show us 
how to love other people so they can become all that they've been called to become. Amen. So this morning, you know, he is so many things. Amen. So if we're going to talk about who he is, the, the title of this morning's uh, word is Jesus is. And so there's so many different things, so many directions we could go if we're going to talk about who he is, provider, healer, all these different things of who he is and what he's done. This morning, we're going to focus on four areas. And the first is creator. The second is wisdom. The third is he is our righteousness. And the fourth one is he is our victory. And so the first one, he is our, or he is creator. Amen. Everybody say, Father, my heart, my mind are open, receptive to receive your life-giving word. Say, I'm hungry for more of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for an awesome morning this morning. We do thank you so much for our pastors and the price that they've paid, Father God, so we can have a great place, a great church. We thank you for all that you've done in their lives and through them. We are so appreciative, and we thank you so much. This morning, Father God, we honor you in this place. We lift up the wonderful name of Jesus, and we've come with hungry hearts and open minds to hear what you have to say this morning. Father, I do yield myself to you this morning, ask you to speak through me in a powerful way way and use me in Jesus name. Everybody said, amen. amen. Jesus is creator. Colossians chapter one, 15 through 17 says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn over all creation for by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him he is before all things and in him all things consist amen but say creator. creator and then john 1 1 through 4 says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it verse 14 the word became flesh and dwelt among us we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and full of truth. Amen? Amen. He's the creator of all things. And in his name, you and I have the ability to create. Uh, he's given us the ability to manifest the father's will on this earth. Jesus said, uh, father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so as the creator dwelling in our hearts, filled with the Holy Spirit, as the creator is in us, he's giving he's given us that creative ability now. Amen. So creative inventions, creative solutions, situations at work where nobody else knows what to do. But because we're tapped into the creator and we have the creator living on the inside of us, we're able to create. Amen. <clears throat> In him, new ideas, new inventions, new solutions, new breakthroughs, new healings, new businesses, new life. New buildings, new solutions to problems, things that other people cannot figure out. We have the creator on the inside of us, and so he's given us that ability to create. Amen? 
Everybody say creator. creator. I just love when you talk back to me. I hope you're okay with that, right? We're just going to do it for about the next 20 minutes. Talk back. Okay, the second thing we're going to look at is wisdom. And the, the most awesome example we have in the Bible of a man who walked in wisdom was King Solomon. You know, he, he became king as a boy. Uh, he was David's son, right? And he became king. He's David's son. Yeah. <sighs> also, I thought, well, was he David's dad? No, he's David's son. Got it. <laughs> it's being recorded. Can't screw it up because somebody will look it up and email the church or something. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, he became king as a boy, you know, and then he was charged with leading adults. And so he prayed and he said, God, I don't know how to lead all these people. I need your wisdom. And then it goes on in first Kings and it talks about what Solomon did with God's wisdom. And he built things that had never been built before. He did things that had never been done before. And he had answers uh, to questions that no one before that time had ever been able to answer. And uh, everyone around the world began to hear of, of Solomon's wisdom. And in First Kings chapter 10, verse 23, it says, Solomon surpassed all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom. Now all of the earth, they sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom because they didn't have internet or iPhones or TV or radio or worldwide distribution of printed things, right? So all the earth, they sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. Each man brought his present. They brought articles of silver and gold and garments and spices and horses and mules at a set rate year by year. And then you back up a few verses, and it said the weight of gold that came to Solomon yearly, and if you translate it into U.S. dollars, it was over $250 million a year that other kings and leaders brought just to hear the wisdom that God had put in Solomon's heart. They had no, no other way to get answers to all of these questions. And so they, they heard about what he had done. And, and there's a story about uh, the queen of Sheba. And uh, Jesus talks about her and calls her the queen of the south in Matthew 12. And uh, when, when she, she showed up with some, some questions for Solomon, and uh, I want to read that to you. Here it is, 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 3. She was there, and it said, said her, uh, her breath was taken away just by, by the excellence of the way everything was done. And, and it was just awesome to see the wisdom that God had put in Solomon's heart to allow him to do these things that no one else had done before and to build all of these amazing things. And 1 Kings 10, 3, it said, Solomon answered all of her questions. There was nothing so difficult that the king could not explain it to her. And then in Matthew chapter 12, Jesus is talking about this. You know, a, a few, a few of, of Solomon's uh, select pieces of wisdom are in the book of Proverbs, those 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, 
We don't have to bring $250 million of gold just to hear his wisdom. We can open up the book of Proverbs and, and that God chose to put those, those particular pieces in there. And so we can, we can grab a hold of some of that wisdom. But um, it actually here's some of it right here. Proverbs 3, 13 through 18. Before I get to the Queen of Sheba, listen to what Solomon said about wisdom. He said, happy is the man who finds wisdom. The man who gains understanding. Her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain is better than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies. All the things that you may desire cannot be compared with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand there's riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. And then he goes on in the next chapter, Proverbs 4, verses verse 7 through 12. He said, get wisdom, get understanding. Don't forget these things. Don't turn away from the words of my mouth. Don't forsake wisdom. She'll preserve you. Love her. She will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom in all you're getting. Get understanding. Exalt her. She'll promote you. She'll bring you honor when you embrace her. She'll place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. She will deliver to you. And a couple verses later, the years of your life will be many. And when you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Amen? So many different areas of life, people need breakthroughs. Oftentimes, those breakthroughs will come with wisdom. Just knowing what to do, what to say, what time to say it, who to say it to. Where to go? Where should I be? Amen? What should I be doing? Just having God's wisdom. And we can get a glimpse of that wisdom in Proverbs 31, but we can get so much more than the 31 chapters of Proverbs. Up until that time, Solomon was known as the wisest person to have ever lived. And the richest man that had ever lived used that wisdom to create this amazing kingdom. But we, we have access to so much more than just the 31 chapters of Proverbs. Because today we can't pray to Solomon. He's not alive. And uh, he's not here with us. All we have is what he wrote. Jesus was revealing who he was to the religious leaders in Matthew twelve forty two, and And he was telling them, he was like, because they're so enamored with Solomon, the Jewish, the religious people of the day. They, they, they knew the stories of Solomon. They knew what he built. They knew what he did, right? And so for them, he was their hero, right? He was one of their founding fathers. They knew all the stories. And, and so they highly regarded him. And, and, and so, and they had heard of the story of the queen of Sheba, the queen of the south, when she came and how it took her breath away. But listen to what Jesus says about it in Matthew twelve forty two. He says, the queen of the south is going to rise up in judgment with this generation and condemn it. Jesus was saying, then he goes on to say, she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. But indeed, a greater than Solomon is right here. 
Amen. She said, he was saying, you know, the queen of Sheba is no longer on the earth. She's in heaven. So she recognizes who I am now. She understands it. And when she was on the earth, she saw how amazing Solomon was. She came from the ends of the earth just to hear what he had to say. And now she's going to rise up in judgment against you because I'm standing right here. The source of all of Solomon's wisdom. And you don't even know who I am. You don't even value me for who I am and what I've brought to you. Amen. I'm the source of all wisdom. The answer to every question. The hope of all mankind. Amen. Amen. Look at Colossians chapter 2 verses 2 and 3. Everybody say he is wisdom. You and I in today's world, I'm sure you're like me. I feel like I need a continual flow of God's wisdom to be able to successfully navigate this life, right? And to walk in the victory that God has promised us to walk. Victory is in Jesus. And we attain that victory in him by yielding to the Holy Spirit and obtaining his wisdom and applying it to every area of life. Amen. Supernatural breakthroughs. Absolutely. We believe it. We preach it. We receive it. Supernatural breakthroughs. Oftentimes that supernatural breakthrough will come from you and I just getting quiet in God's presence and hearing his voice and then hearing what he tells us to do and then carrying it out. Amen. Amen. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians 2. We're talking this morning about focusing on him, focusing on Jesus in every area of our life, taking the focus off of ourselves, focus off of problems, off of situations, and putting the, the focus on him as the creator and the focus on him as the source of all wisdom and the solution to every problem we could ever encounter. Look at Colossians chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. Paul was praying and he said, Father, I, you know, I'm praying that their hearts would be encouraged, being knit together in love, attaining to all riches of the full assurance and understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Amen. It's all found in him. He showed up and he said, a greater than Solomon is here. I'm the one who gave Solomon his wisdom to do what he did. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And then John 16. John 16, I, I love, I could probably say this about everything we read, but it seems like this is my favorite, John 16, where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's, he's talking about that he's going to leave. And uh, he said, it's to your advantage, John 16, 7, it's to your advantage that I leave. You know, he's talking to these men who'd left their families, left their businesses, left their homes to follow him and be with Jesus. And he said, it's to your advantage that I leave and go away. And they had to wonder. It was like, ah, wait a minute. How can it be to our advantage if you leave, right? Wherever you show up, things are fixed, <laughs> right? We just need to get Jesus on the scene and he'll fix it. 
So, but he said, he said, it's to your advantage. John 16, seven, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage. I go away because if I don't go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And then John 16, 13, he said, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, this is so awesome. This scripture right here, John 16, 13, all the answers to all the questions that we have, amen, first or second Corinthians, he's given us his mind, we have the mind of Christ, and now with the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we have the creator living on the inside of us, and we can tap into all the answers, because listen what he said in John sixteen thirteen. he said, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, and he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Verse 14, he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I said he will take of mine and declare it to you. So amazing. Jesus was saying it's to your advantage that I go, that I leave, because then you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he'll take of he'll take of everything the father has is mine. And then everything I have, I'm sharing it with the Holy Spirit. And now you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then whatever you have need of, you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit, and I will reveal it to you. Amen? In my journal five or six years ago, we were facing this unbelievable situation that we never thought we would be facing. This group was suing us for this huge amount of money, and we really didn't see a way out uh, in the natural. And uh, we knew God was going to deliver us. Our confidence was in the Lord. We, and, and, and so, you know, right when it, it first came to light that this was happening, you know, we started thanking God he was going to deliver us and he was going to take care of us. And so we knew he would. Uh, but at the same time... Um, it was a real situation, right? And, and, and so, um, where's I going with that? Oh, so in my journal, uh, I was asking the Lord what to do about it. And, and so I was writing. And um, it's so awesome if, you know, our pastors have kept journals forever. And we know they have. It's so important that that is a part of, of our spiritual walk with the Lord. Amen. And, and however the Lord shows you to do it, but I just think it's really important that all of us are doing it on a regular basis so that we're hearing what the Holy Spirit is telling us for the next step in life to turn, you know, turn off the TV for a few minutes, turn off uh, social media for a few minutes, get alone, get quiet, spend some time with God so we can hear what he's telling us for the next things in life and how to deal with all the things that we're dealing with here on this earth. And so I was asking the Lord, what, to do about the situation and it's so cool because you look back in my journal i can tell man that monday i was feeling good i was like praise the lord you're awesome amen and then tuesday something happened i was like oh god help me oh and then wednesday was like oh we're doing okay oh i'm praying for the-. you know you can see your emotions go like this and or at least mine in my journal right and um but then every time i get quiet and hear his voice it's always the same it's always so strong, always so full of grace, so full of love, so full of compassion, so full of mercy, so full of encouragement uh, and wisdom. And so even though I can see my prayers, it's like, whoop, 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 and then his is always so strong and the same every time. And, and so then over the years, hopefully we begin to recognize, yeah, that's him. 
That's him talking. Amen. And, and, and begin to recognize his voice, hopefully, and know his voice. And, uh, and so he said, you know, I was, I was telling him the situation and asking him what to do about it. And, and, and he said, my son, you can accomplish more in five minutes at the leading of my Holy Spirit than you could accomplish in a lifetime in your own strength. Amen. In five minutes. In five minutes, he could show us, you know, the solution to a problem that people have been dealing with for decades. Amen. I was talking to Bill in between services, Bill O'Brien, and he has a passion about America. And I was like, you know, Bill, this reminds me of America, how, you know, we've, we've, America's not perfect, but it's still the greatest country on earth, right? And, and I was, you know, in our history, 200 and... 239 years, we've accomplished more in America, more inventions, more inventions, uh, more prosperity, uh, more overall general well-being for more people than any other nation in the previous over 6,000 years. It's amazing what God has done in America, and I'm convinced because we were founded on biblical principles, and, and the Holy Spirit was invited to the table and people were hearing what God had to say. And so all of a sudden, people knew how to build roads and organized ways and build a government that works and build these systems and cities and businesses and create a system where we can prosper. It's amazing, right? Amen? Because he's the source of all wisdom. Everybody say creator. creator. Wisdom. wisdom. We'll transition a little bit here for the next couple of minutes. He is our righteousness. And uh, it's so important that for you and I to <clears throat> get to where he wants us to be and to continue to grow in him, that we do take the focus off of ourselves and put our focus on him and see him for who he is and what he's done rather than a religious system and what we're trying to do. <clears throat> Jesus has paid the price for our sin. His sacrifice has made us righteous. You and I are complete in him. Amen? The wages of sin is death. He has paid the price. His death paid the price for our sin. Every single rotten thing you and I have ever done, he's paid for it. Amen? So by faith in him... We're, we receive his righteousness. We receive his right standing. Amen? Amen. This is important because uh, depending on your personality, makeup, and giftings, and that kind of thing, some people would struggle with this more than others, but on, on, on seeing themselves the way God has made them and not for their past mistakes, right? And, and, and for some people, past mistakes were last week. Or yesterday, right? But thank God his mercies are brand new every morning. And he has this continual unlimited reservoir of grace for you and I as we continue to grow in him. Amen? Our relationship with him is not one of doing. It's not one of works. For some of you, this will be harder because your personality makeup is one of doing. Right? So, but our right standing with him is not a result of doing. 
It's a result of us receiving what he's done. It's not about us. It's not about us living perfect and doing everything right. It's all about who he is and what he's done and our faith in him. Amen. Look at the old covenant. It was all about what people did. People had to do. People had to do. People had to do. And if people did, they were okay. The new covenant is not about doing, doing, doing. It's about believing and receiving him and who he is and what he's done. Look what the doing of the old covenant resulted in. They were so focused on doing, right? So focused on doing, became so judgmental, so critical of others. Jesus comes along and they killed him. Our focus on the new covenant has got to be on him and not on doing. Amen? Just like an apple tree brings forth apples because it's an apple tree. Amen? You and I bring forth fruit. It's effortless. We yield the fruit of the whole. That's why it's called fruit. Amen? It's a yielding. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Self-control. Everybody say self-control. I don't know about you, but for me, that, that's the one I really want to get a hold of. Self-control. So I control myself. So I live perfect. <laughs> right? Like the longer you walk with the Lord, it's like, I shouldn't make that mistake anymore. Right? I shouldn't have gotten frustrated and angry at that situation. I don't want to do that anymore. Well, I can either choose to feel sorry for myself and get defeated and get depressed and be convinced that there's no way God will use me or I can put my focus on him and thank him that he is all sufficient and everything that I have need of and he'll lift the burden of that sin off of me so I can get right on down the road and do what he's called me to do. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become brand new. In Jesus, our right standing has been paid for, and you and I receive it by faith. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that saved is sozo. And it means more than just this religious terminology where we get, a, we get to go to heaven saved, delivered, healed, set free. It's an awesome word. Now, with the Internet, you can find the Greek meaning on there. You just click on that, and it's this huge definition of what saved is. It's awesome. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Look at the next part. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So with the heart, we believe and we receive what he's done for us. And he puts us in a right standing. And it's apart from what we've done or what we do. Yes, we all want to do. I understand, right? We want to do. We want to do for the Lord, right? But our right standing and our relationship with him is based on who he is and what he's done. 
And we're put in right standing because of him. If it's anything else, then it's all about people, right? It's not about people. It's about him and who he is and what he's done for us. And his righteousness has been given to us, and we receive it by faith. Take the focus off of our doing. Put the focus on what Jesus has done, who he is. Put the focus on what he says. And you and I will be transformed from the inside out, and we will find ourselves yielding the fruits of righteousness. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21 says, God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that you and I might become the righteousness of God in him. It's too good to be true, but it is the good news. That is the good news. That's what makes us different. Amen. All these religious systems throughout the world, they're all based on doing right. The Islamic faith. If you want to call it that, long list of do's. Well, we're different. Amen? Because we're based on believing and receiving and walking in love. Amen? Hallelujah. In Romans 3.22, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. He is creator. He is our wisdom. He is our righteousness. He's put us in right standing with him. Amen. When God looks at you, he sees you through eyes of what Jesus has done for you. It's amazing, right? It is just absolutely awesome. And if we can grab hold of it on a continual basis, then we'll yield ourselves because we take ourselves out of the equation, we'll yield ourselves and allow him to minister through us. Amen? And it no longer becomes about us and about our insecurities and our weaknesses. Amen? Everybody say victory. victory. All right. It will close with this. He's given us victory this morning. First John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. Have you guys come up if you want. Be awesome. First John five, four and five says, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has over, overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So everything that's in the world, sin, sickness, disease, defeat, depression, oppression, anything in everything that would hold you and I back from being all God's called us to be. He's given us victory over it. First Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. All credit goes to God. He deserves our thanksgiving this morning. Amen. He has given us victory over Satan. He's given us victory over sin, victory over sickness. He's given us victory over fear. You and I have victory over depression, victory over addiction. Amen. When Jesus rose triumphantly from the grave, 
He won a complete victory over all the forces of darkness, and he did it for us. Luke 9.56 says, The Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but he came to save them. He came to rescue. James 1.16 and 17 says, Don't be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and every perfect gift is from above, comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. And Romans 8.37, In all these different things, all these situations and circumstances, of life that we face and will continue to face all these different things that we're up against on an ongoing basis these different areas where we need his creative ideas and ability and we need his wisdom not only for ourselves but all the different people that we're encountering in this broken hopeless world amen in all these things we are more than conquerors through jesus who loved us I think that's amazing. We're not just a conqueror, but we're more than a conqueror. Amen? More than a conqueror over every obstacle, every mountain, every adversity that Satan would try to bring against you and bring against me. It's all through him. Apart from Jesus Christ, there is no victory, no conquering spirit, and no ability to rise above. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's his strength, his power, his ability in him, knowing that whatever he gives you to do, you can do through Jesus. And first John chapter four, verse four, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen. Let's all stand this morning. All across the room this morning, if you're here, you'd say, Dan, my life is not right. Maybe you're here and you've allowed some things into your life that you know, you recognize they're not God's best for you. Maybe they're holding you back from being all that God has called you to be. Maybe you're here, you've kind of drifted away from the Lord and uh, you recognize you're not close to him. That's the reason that you're here this morning, that uh, he wants to show you his love this morning, manifest himself to you give you victory in your life over every in in every area so all across the room this morning we want to pray with you if that's you here this morning uh, and 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 maybe you're here and, and you don't know that if you died today that you would spend eternity in heaven with your loving heavenly father it's only through Jesus that we're reconciled to him all across the room here this morning, if that's you, could you slip your hand up in the air? We want to pray with you, pray together with you. Anybody here? Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? All right. We're going to pray and agree this morning for breakthroughs. If you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, maybe it's in a relationship, I'm not going to have you come down front. What we'll do is just lift our hands and then we're all going to pray and agree together. But if you're here this morning and uh, you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, maybe it's in a relationship situation in your family, a legal situation. I didn't tell you the results of, of, 
um, that suit, God completely dismissed it. It was amazing how God got us out of that situation supernaturally. He moved on our behalf. So maybe it's a legal situation you need a breakthrough for. Maybe it's healing in your body, uh, financial situation. Maybe you're standing, believing God for somebody else. Whatever it may be, could you slip your hand up in the air and let's pray and agree this morning together. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I see your hands. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Over here on the side. Amen. Yes. Right back there. Anybody else? let's all pray together father god we thank you so much you see every hand that's raised and we thank you father that you are the god of the breakthrough you are the god of solutions and creative ideas and we thank you father god breakthrough comes from you you see each hand that's raised father god and you know the circumstances and situations that are represented by the different hands we ask you father god to minister your grace in these situations we pray breakthrough for each person in jesus name i pray great wisdom i thank you lord that each person be able to hear your voice clearly know what to do what know what direction to take know the decisions to make Thank you for your great, your clarity and your wisdom and your direction, the leading of your Holy Spirit. We receive it this morning by faith. Hallelujah. And this dear woman does not want me to bring any attention to her, but we're just going to pray together, okay? We're going to pray in agreement this morning. What's your name? Olga? Olga. Wonderful. Wonderful. Habla inglés? Okay. Habla espanol. Okay, okay. She doesn't speak much English, but her daughter, Maria, does speak English. And so she told her, you raise your hand and you receive what Jesus has done for you. Amen. We're glad you're here. Amen. Amen. Let's all pray this prayer together with Olga. And if anyone speaks Spanish, if you could come talk with her afterwards, that'd be a blessing. Father God, what? You've been translating the whole time. Amen. That's awesome. This is a multilingual service and didn't even know it. Amen. 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 Okay. Well, we're going to pray together. I'm going to give it a second so that Olga can pray in Spanish. Okay. So you pray in English. We'll let Olga pray in Spanish. Okay. Say, Father God, thank you so much for Jesus. I have sinned. I've made mistakes. This morning, my Father, I receive your love. I receive your grace. I thank you for new life minister to me renew my mind with your living word fill me with the power of your holy spirit my future is bright and my best days are straight ahead in you i thank you for your healing in every area of my life in jesus name Que Dios le bendiga. Huh? Got that one. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go out with this confession this morning. Amen. Y'all receive that word? Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Let's go out with this confession this morning. There's power in the words that we speak. Say, uh, thank you, Father. You are creator. You are wisdom. You are wisdom. 
You are righteousness. You are my victory. I have everything I need. It's all found in you. Jesus is Lord over every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. You are dismissed.